Yo, welcome back to Claggett Hill Veterans Podcast, Episode 8. And on today's episode, we will be talking about the updates on the COVID-19 and lockdowns on the reservation. Uh, number two, we'll be talking about Deneb and Nolly. And number three, my, uh, Vice President Myron Leiser. Number four, uh, the twindemic. We'll explain that a little bit more. And finally, uh, for our last subject of the night, just a few skinwalker stories just to tide you guys over for Halloween coming up. And I am, of course, your host, Mateo Native Ravager, and this is my co-host, Navajo Pedro. What up, (laughs) y'all? And we're here to hopefully terrify you um, and educate you as well. So, Navajo Pedro... Studis. Gordon! Uh, first subject of the night is um, COVID, COVID-19 and uh, lockdowns on the reservation. So far, you know, since um, we are now in the month of September, and September's, we're in the last week of September, actually, coming up, creeping up on uh, October now. So what Navajo Pedro and I want to do is talk a little bit more about some of the things that have changed and haven't changed since the lockdown started and um as of right now we're we are on a sunday sunday night pretty much and we're we're on the uh another lockdown but it really doesn't stop anybody you know it people are still gonna people were still cruising around i i went to um i went to the dollar tree like saturday so i wasn't you know i I i left the place because um um my my phone service was for whatever reason, it wasn't working. I had to go down towards uh, uh, I-40 in order to get better signal reception. And that's where I got like a lot of outdated messages, voicemails, and texts. And I had to respond back to them just to let them know I wasn't purposely ignoring them, but uh, I was getting back to them. So, you know, stuff like that is why, you know, I I had to leave the house, you know. Uh, even though it was a lockdown, excuse me, even though it was a lockdown and I... Um, violated the law <laughs> it, it, you know it was one of those things where it was necessary for me to do that because I also had to send off my my timesheet for for my job anyways so with um with the lockdown and you know the COVID-19 thing happening um not much has changed you know everything that was supposedly terrifying to the public and that was supposed to make us be fearful of, I don't know, the government, society. Uh, well, no, it was supposed to make us fearful of the coronavirus. It really hasn't done much. Um, all over the United States, you know, obviously sides are being chosen. And it creates a lot more division, obviously. But at the same time, it, it it's all because of this friggin' election, you know. Um, and that's where politics is really just ruining this country obviously but um in a way it's not so much i don't think it's so much the politics it's just some of those that are in charge and some of those hidden behind the scenes and the hidden hands that make things move so one of the things that has changed in the united states was there was a lot more fires being burned in, in California and Oregon. And that was supposed to send some kind of message about, uh, you know, that 
the country has gone all haywire and it's like but it's always happening on the west coast how come there's never any fires on the northeast side of the country in delaware wisconsin arkansas you know all these places that have heavily wooded areas you know georgia nothing's happened you know it's always on our side over here and the navajo nation suffers because we got to breathe in all that stuff you know and um and with that you know we if you kind of break it down as far as being traditional navajos go we are breathing in all the dead animals that got burned up snakes turtles bears you know birds whatever got burned up in the forest it you know that that drifting smoke got blown towards our way so how much more sicker are we going to get as a tribe you know and we couldn't have ceremonies you know some people did and others try to blame Clagato, like Clagato was a hot spot i'm like oh hell no you don't dare you know try to you know put Clagato in that mess because for one thing um when i did the um the food distribution and the donations for the veterans you know this past summer um nobody got sick you know so then all of a sudden they're like oh yeah clagato is a hot spot you know it's like oh no 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 don't you start that crap what it what it i guess what it turned out to be was some guy who who was in a hot spot out in utah he came out to run a a ceremony um with um his family or something and well uh, it was a peyote ceremony so with that peyote you know you, you you pass it around you all drink it and eat it and stuff like that so maybe that's what well obviously yeah that's what that's what got these other people sick but here is where i kind of find it funny coincidental irony uh whatever is that um that family that went out and had this ceremony that they they weren't supposed to have gathering so it was like 50 people altogether that that got infected by this they end up going to the hospital so my question to them is where is your faith if you have to run to the hospital to get help from a doctor weren't you guys just having a ceremony for cleansing and to feel better and to help each other out you know so it, it just really it really contradicts the whole point of having a ceremony yeah and if they were so dead set on having a ceremony then they should have known that there are natural herbs out here that on the reservation that they could easily use and they could get that to make themselves feel better. So for them to have a ceremony, then run back to the doctors and say, well, I'm sick. And it's like, well, sucks to be you guys, because you know what? If you're, if you're going to do either or, stay away from either or. If you're just going to end up running to the hospital, don't have a ceremony. If you're going to have a ceremony, then don't go to the doctors or else you're going to get blamed. You know how the doctors have been handling this coronavirus so far. And, um, you know, any little chance they can get to make it sound worse than it actually is, they're going to take it. And that's what they've been doing. So far, all this summer, all I hear from KTNN, which I really try not to listen to anyways, but their thing is once again, oh, these COVID cases, it's, it's rising. It's like, yeah, they're cases. They're not people dying, you idiots. So now we're coming to that point where KTNN is really like, it's gone to the point where I really hope people stop listening to those guys and, and really start embracing the power of podcasts. 
because there is where you finally have your last stand as far as free speech goes. And when we didn't have any veteran um, veteran agency meetings or organization meetings, other than Clagato veterans giving out the the donations to those veterans that needed it in the Clagato area, we really didn't get together anywhere. So um, my theory on that was that there was no veterans, a high spike of veterans getting that because the veterans, we've all gotten our shots, especially when we were in the military. So how were we, you know, I, my theory was that we, we couldn't, we wouldn't be able to get as sick as somebody else who didn't get it, you know. But then I picked up this one, a hitchhiker, because my whole point for this whole pandemic was to prove that I can't get sick, you know. And I had the immune system for it. So I picked up this hitchhiker. And it was a young dude. He was hitchhiking a gallop. And he was telling me that, um, you know, he had his mask on. And he was like, hey, man, are you, you know, um, so how you doing? You know, is it, you don't mind if I take this off? I said, no, nah, dude, go ahead. Take off your mask. I don't care. I said, I'm trying to prove a point. I'm trying to get myself sick because I'm trying to show that if I do get sick, I'm not going to the hospital because... I believe in the plants and herbs that are out here on my mother's land that I could drink and it will make me better. So I'm not going to add to the COVID case, you know. And so anyways, uh, what he ended up telling me was that, um, well, actually, I explained to him a lot about the podcast and what me and Navajo Pedro have talked about on the podcast regarding all these like conspiracy theories and some of the stuff that we just found out just doesn't really add up, doesn't make sense some of the research we've done, and he, then finally, you know, the guy was like, yeah, you know what, I, I'm so glad I met up with you, because um, I, I've been having this feeling for a long time that, you know, this thing was just kind of, it, it was crap, you know, and I don't know why me or my family didn't get it, but we've been exposed to it, but we just didn't get sick, or I, I can't remember what he told me, but anyways, the point he was telling me was that there's this thing called a twindemic, and I was like, what the hell's that? He says that's when they get the coronavirus and mix it in with the um, uh, the natural flu seasons. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? I said, yeah, because I didn't know that was an actual word for it, twindemic. But um, so real briefly, he just told me that's what it was, combining of two pandemics, I guess. And they call it a twindemic. So I just wanted to share that because that was that was new information to me. So I was pretty happy with that. So anyways, um, going back to this lockdown, um, you know, for all the times that me and Navo Pedro have been stressing about um, domestic abuse, domestic violence, nobody has said anything about it. And then the whole thing, that one, was it, uh, episode five, when we talked about child trafficking and child, um, you know, child pedophilia and all that stuff, nothing has come up out of it. And the only thing KTNN does is talk about the coronavirus cases. And and from what I know, there's a lot of older people who are starting to get sick and tired of KTNN. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. It's actually working. So now, um, lately, I've been kind of hearing a few more podcasts kind of slowly popping up or or talks of people doing their own podcasts. And I'm like, yes, that is so awesome. You know, I I like that because with KTNN, what are you really going to say that they ain't going to edit out? You know, they're going to cut you off or they won't even let you inside the building. And the last time I drove by KTNN and even cared 
to look at that building was about, what was it, two or three weeks ago. That fence that goes into the main entrance was closed. I'm like, oh, come on. What the hell ever, man. But um, anyways, so that that's just pretty much my whole point is that, you know, these podcasts, they can do a lot more than I had originally than I had originally thought or originally planned. Now it's becoming more of a, a like a power tool, you know. And when we finally got together and had our veteran organization meeting, um, actually our agency meeting, the first thing I told these guys was we need to separate what it is to be an employee and an entrepreneur. As far as employees go, you guys are, you know, really looking at, you know, why, you know, you're, you're really fighting for this money that you, you believe that you're owed. But if you're an entrepreneur, you wouldn't have to worry about it. And that's where I think veterans have a, a, a better shot at doing this. And even more so, female veterans have probably more of a higher, better shot of doing it. It's just that they, they got no one to support them. Those, you know, um, and anyways, so... Excuse me, uh, let me just go ahead and just jump right in and say that um, as far as uh, these podcasts goes there, I, I would consider them lifesavers. And um, so when we had this lockdown, everybody is back on Facebook again. You know, you got your Facebook lawyers. They, they're, you know, saying a bunch of stuff about, you know, uh, about each other. And that's where it starts all over again. You know, uh, I haven't come across anybody saying neg- anything negative about Clagato. But um, if that were to be the case, then I would say, you know, hey, you better watch it, man, you know, because we were resilient throughout this whole time. And, you know, for me, being the vice commander for the organization and the founder of the 501c3, I was able to keep everybody in line and check and, and then just kind of like tell them, you know, question a few of these things, you know, question why we're doing it. And then at the agency meeting, I, um, I told them that this coronavirus um, it was just a smokescreen for the failing uh, economy. And everybody was kind of looking at me like, where is this guy coming from? I'm like, hey, man, you know, you don't like what I'm saying. Either say stop me or debate me or just leave, you know. So that those are some of the things I talked about. I talked about the uh, um, butterfly. Ah, there I go again. The Hummingbird Initiative. And then I also talked about that suicide app, which... And I think it was in episode three or four, that's where I was saying, you know, Navo Pedro gave me the, uh, the idea to do this um, suicide app. So now I got one female veteran who's uh, a Marine. She's an older lady, but she, she really, she really uh, climbed onto that. And she told me, she goes, how do we know people are suicidal? I said, that's, that's exactly my point. We don't know who's suicidal. She's like, yes, exactly, you know, so we need to start working on this. We need to figure out some stuff. So to my surprise, she started doing like a PowerPoint, not so much a presentation, but just kind of putting everything together on her laptop. And she showed me, I was like, wow, okay, you know, but anyways, so the thing is, um, stuff like this, as far as Navajo politics go, Nothing has gotten done, nothing changed. But as far as what business can do, 501c3, uh, 638, it can really go a lot further and it can do more. And right now, if there were a lot more veteran organizations, and I'm just using them as an example, could be anybody, but if there was uh, more veteran organizations that were a nonprofit group, 
they would definitely be making a difference right now. And all these lockdowns, they wouldn't matter that, you know, if someone like me had to run down to, uh, to, to I-40 to get that good service, that signal, you know, somebody could have said, hey, you know what, um, you know, you guys want to come over to my house? I have, I have internet, I have Wi-Fi, you know, you can come over and use it and all that stuff. So, um, basically, um, that's what my point of view is on this whole lockdown and uh, coronavirus. It's still the same thing. Nothing's really changed, and they still keep using that. And, and I guess some people have snapped out of it. Others, they still believe that you know you need to you know do all this stuff in order to control it. And it's like, yeah, you can, but you know what? There's always going to be somebody that's going to screw it up. So we might as well start looking at um, looking at how things can go bad and things can go terribly wrong. So. Um, you know, it's, uh, man, I know there was something else I was going to make a point about this lockdown and, you know, the COVID and all that, but <laughs> I, um, I just, I just think for what, for what it's worth right now, I'm just going to leave it at this and, um, I'll let Navajo Pedro take over from here. All right, Navajo Pedro, <laughs> get ready. What up, what up? Episode eight. <sighs> Slash kind of seven-ish. All right. Well, COVID. Speaking of COVID, you know what I mean? Is that bullshit really still around? You know what I mean? I know it's making its second round now, supposedly. And what you said, the twindemic, you know what I mean? And it conveniently falls right on the flu season. You know what I mean? How does that happen? You know what I mean? Unless it's perfectly planned. Hence the pandemic. And it was pretty interesting what you said about the fires, you know what I mean, happening in Cali and AZ Oregon. and Oregon and, you know what I mean, and wherever, you know what I mean, because... East, West Coast. Yeah, because, you know what I mean, you never hear big fires out on the East Coast, you know what I mean. I mean, granted, it's like more greener and more moisture or whatever, but how come, you know what I mean, how come there's no big fires out there and it's always here? And that kind of answers itself, you know, because we're dry and... You know, I mean, we are southwestern states and whatnot, and things are dry. And, but, you know, I mean, um, my, I was talking to my mom about this, about the fires, and she um, recently told me, that, which surprised me, because I always thought about this, but, and it shows, and they do show it in movies, actually, but she was saying that um, my uncle told her that, um, you know, I mean, that th these days that they can start fires and they start the fires from above the clouds, he said. They start the fires from above the clouds so we can't see. So, when she said that, automatically the first thing that popped in my mind was satellites, you know what I mean? And I don't know if you guys ever seen um, a James Bond, one of the James Bond movies. I forgot which one where they actually control satellites to where they can control the sun. Die another day. Die another day, yes. And they can control the rays and they can actually burn and scorch the earth with it and that to me it just made sense it just clicked in my head that they could actually really do that and that's the next thing i said to her is that yeah it seems like you know they have to pay someone to start these fires you know i mean either adolescence or say it was a like a campfire accident or maybe the ash blue you know what i mean but you know what i mean with like um with like harp and stuff like that the way they control the weather you know it would make a lot of sense if they did control 
fire burnings too as well, you know what I mean? From satellites, from the comfort of their own computers. And every, the way everything is being digitalized this day and age, you know what I mean? It makes perfect sense. And it's just, it was just surprising to hear her say that. And that just popped, that's popped in my head and just gave me all these things and all these different conclusions and reasons of how that can be happening. And more than likely, you know what I mean? It could be happening from satellites if they have the knowledge to control the weather with that harp technology as well, you know what I mean? So, um, to, well, to hear your story about, you said, uh, Flagatoes, where that mm -hmm. hotspot was, but I, I, um, I debate that because I heard that it was Ganado that was the hotspot this, right now, because that's the reason why we had the lockdown. Um, but the thing that is true is that it was from a ceremony, you know what I mean? Um, uh, I guess a peyote ceremony, but the funny thing about that is that I heard, you know what I mean, that the people there, you know what I mean, um, a lot of the people there were, well, at least one person that I know that was there that caught it was a person that didn't want, um, her daughter around because she feared that her daughter, because her daughter is just out there, you know, and just living it up, partying, and just being free, I guess, and she didn't want her daughter bringing home the virus because of the way she's acting and the way she's been, and, you know, it's just ironic to find out that she she caught it herself, not from her daughter, but from a ceremony where she's supposed to be safe, and, you know what I mean, it's just, that was really ironic, man, it's just funny, and it's not funny, but it's just, it just shows you, you know what I mean, that's another thing I want to say about this coronavirus is that you know um i think that well i think that most people that have caught it are the ones that were most paranoid about it the ones that were really scared of the sickness you know i mean for some reason they caught it and once they caught it you know I mean it really affected them to the point of actually killing them and it's my firm belief that if you worry about this virus and they're scared of it and are paranoid you're just making your body weaker and weaker by putting stress on it and eventually if you do catch it it's going to really affect you because all that doubt all that negative stuff you're thinking about and that thing will just latch on to that and feed on all your insecurities and fears and all your stress you're adding to your body so you're making your body less stronger to fight back you know by being paranoid and you know i mean that's the way uh, my dad was you know i mean and he caught it but Thank God, you know, I mean, he overcame it. He fought through it with the help of uh, my brother, I believe, coaching him and yelling at him. <laughs> but <laughs> but he made it through it. And um, my brother and his fiance and, you know, their kids, they caught it too in Phoenix. And they all overcame it, you know what I mean? Thank the Lord for that. But, you know, it just that just proved to me right there that, you know what I mean, it's just basically it's willpower. I I. I say, you know, I mean, if you're positive and stay positive the whole time, even if you're infected, you know, what I mean, you'll have a better outcome rather than just getting it and then just expecting to die, you know, what I mean, putting your train of thought in that way, you know, what I mean, that really doesn't help anyone, period, you know, what I mean, even this day and age, ever since the old times, you know, what I mean, that's why I think it's really important to keep and stay positive no matter what, you know, and that's where I'm trying to be this day and age right now. Regardless of the way the world's going, regardless of the way I'm feeling, I always try to be positive and show a smile, you know what I mean? Because the smiles are free to give, and when you give them out, you know what I mean? Other person has no 
other choice if you smile at them. They'll either smile back, look away, or get a little smirk. But you'll definitely make their day, and that's free to give, just like hugs. You know, what I mean? even though they say social distancing, you know, what I mean? but I think that human contact. You know, what I mean, we're humans. We're made for contact. We're made for companionship. You know, what I mean, and without it, you know, what I mean, would be like Johnny Cash. He'll just pass away as soon as our lover dies and die from a broken heart. So I think that a lot of interaction is important and keeping each other strong and positive through this. Because like I said on my Facebook page, we will endure, and I believe that full-heartedly. We will endure through anything that the government, that the natural order of things throw at us. We will overcome it if we stick together and bond together like we natives used to do in back in the days. And, um, you know, it, it's true that this um, pandemic, this coronavirus if anything you know i mean it's basically creating this whole u.s into a modern day civil war you know i mean people are picking sides hatreds running about racism you know thanks to trump you know i mean and he has no shame in his game you know and he's straight up you know just racist and just pig-headed you know i mean and he won you know i mean and that's just that's why I'm, I'm still in shock to this day that he won. He's actually you guys' president. And <laughs> I mean, just, um, it's just like seeing a bad reality show, you know what I mean, come to life and actually come to theaters and being put out. And people are actually buying it and making it run and making it popular and keeping it on the air, you know what I mean? That's the way I see Trump is like that, you know what I mean? He's, there's so many hate and so many negative people in this country that they will full-heartedly support him just to hide their own arrogance and their own um, their own discrimination, their own hatred of a different color, you know what I mean? And, and that's why a lot of people jumped on his bandwagon because that's how they really feel and that's how he ended up winning as president, you know what I mean? And that can easily happen again this election if we just let it slide, you know what I mean? And I think that, you know what I mean, as... As much as I believe in the conspiracies that our vote don't count and everything, I'm just saying that. Go for it. Go vote, man. Just, you know what I mean? You always want to make a difference, and that's one way, you know what I mean? Regardless if it gets counted or not, you know that you did it, you know what I mean? And you did. You'd be proud of yourself for contributing um, to this country and making, making it go around, you know what I mean? And I also encourage you guys to stand up, you know what I mean? If you're a leader, you'll know it. You already know it. You know what I mean? Why try to hide it? Why try to pretend to be something else? You know, I'm not a leader per se, but I'm really good at getting people's attention. And like I was saying earlier in the other podcasts is that in high school, I was like a little, you know, outcast messiah, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I was, all the outcasts and people who were looked down upon were always drawn to me because I always gave them the time of day just to talk to them, get to know them, smile, something, you know what I mean? And eventually, even the most hard asses ended up talking to me, and that's the way it was in jail, too, you know what I mean? A lot of people that were put aside and judged already, you know what I mean? I took the time to talk to them, you know what I mean? And if they were bad people, yeah, I left them alone, didn't want to be around them much, but most of the time it was just, you know what I mean, just gossip and... Um, just like the way this country runs and it's the way like a lot of Navos do is just gossip and just judge, you know what I mean? And that's something we really need to put a slow halt to because that is no good for everyone. 
And you know, I mean, that's the devil's radio. You're just gossiping, telling one another, and then, of course, when you keep telling the same story over and over, and people keep spreading word of mouth, different embellishes will be added. You know, I mean, different things will be added to the story to make it sound worse than it really was or is. So, with this whole coronavirus, you know, I mean, I still choose not to wear a mask in public, but I kind of changed my mind because I'm making masks and I'm painting masks. So, if anything, I proudly wear the mask now to advertise myself and my art and just making the best out of this um, this situation we're all in, making the best of it, trying to make some money and just showing pride and just staying the way we always are as natives, just very bright, very oriented, very just attractive in all ways, you know, I mean, not just through how we look, but how, how we have our, you know, how we had our pride, how we had, how we carried ourselves, you know, I mean, and no matter how bad our conditions were, you know, I mean, there's always someone to rise up and lead the people out, and, you know, I mean, like, we don't really think of ourselves as like that, but we like to think that we're different, and we're more open-minded, and we're not quick to believe anything that our government, your government, tells us, you know what I mean, because it was never really ours to begin with, you know what I mean, it was just set there to control and regulate and keep us down, you know what I mean, and that's, that's something they know, you know what I mean, that's why they give us, you know what I mean, free health care and all that, because after enslaving us, they promised to take care of us, which is why they did that, they put us on res, free health care, and casinos, and whatnot, you know, but we always ended up messing it up for ourselves as usual, you know, and, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a weird state that we're in as natives, you know, I mean, we're staying here, we're kept quiet, but at the same time, we're ready to uprise and ready to start the revolution, ready to change everything up, you know, because a Navajo or native, native president would definitely change the balance of the whole order of everything in this country, because they know What's right and what's wrong, you know what I mean? They're not fed by money, they're not fed by greed, they don't just take, take, take. They know how to take and give back to keep that balance rather than letting getting, letting everything get off balance, which is the way this coronavirus is creating everything, making everything because of the propaganda that's pushed with it to make you fear, to make you not think straight, to make you rely on the government, to make you think that they're your white knight when really, you know what I mean, they're the black knight that, they're the... They're the, I guess, to put it in a native perspective, they're the medicine man that's really gushing you, you know. That's probably the best way to put it. They're helping you, they're healing you, but at the same time, they're making everything, doing everything in their power to make you sick and trying to kill you, while on the other hand, smiling at you, you know, and acting like they're there for you. So, just educate yourselves, please, people, and just start looking at ways to make us natives more self-reliant. And if you know you're a leader, please step up soon because if you need backup, I'll be there. And if I have to lead, if I must, I will. But, you know, right now I'm just trying to inspire everyone, plant a seed, what have you. You know, we supposedly have a leader right now. Janez and, of course, the Lizard Lizer. The lion lizard, lizard the liar, you know what I mean? The 
Trump's cheerleader, you know what I mean? And just, you guys, just please, just please, just really educate yourselves, get yourselves smarter, and just, please just, um, take that log, that splinter out of your eye, and quit judging others, because, you know what I mean? No one is perfect, like I will say again before, if you think you're perfect, you know, just know that there are a bunch of millions and billions of microorganisms on your face, mating and shitting and pissing all over your pretty face, your plastic surgery face, your makeup covered face, you know, that just should show you right there that no one is perfect no matter how perfect you think you are, there's always these little things about us that make us ugly. And we know that, so stop trying to hide that. Work on it. Uproot it. And be a good person. Change. Change for yourself. Change for your family. And change for us. The people. The ne. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man.